Boots and cats and boots and cats. It's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, dancing the night away, is Catherine <laughs> Cogart. And shoes and hats. And shoes and hats. God. Just a little correction there. No, that's fair. I'm glad. I yeah. want you to be open with me about um, beats, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Thing. <laughs> well, here's a beat that I grew in my garden. Let me just cut it open with you. <laughs> Man, I love beats. Are you into beats or like what's your? What's I'm your real take? into beats. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm real into beats. So I, good. Uh, you grew up in suburbia, Nespa. What? What is? You grew up in suburbia, didn't you? Uh, thank you. I can't believe how thrown I got by just a little bit of a different language. <laughs> what's happening? She's calling me Nespa. <laughs> Uh, I did. I grew up in, in an exurb uh, in uh, good old northern Connecticut. An exurb. Yes, yep. there it is. There it is. it is. I also grew up in a bit of an exurb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, I have a theory that people who live in the city don't like beats, who, who grew up in the city don't like beats. That's an interesting theory. I, I require more yeah. data, but I'd like to see that. It's purely anecdotal at this point. Well, that's fine. <laughs> N of one is, uh, is fine for anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> beats are great. Beats are so great. I do feel um, weird about how much they stain, right? I like. I think I prefer the golden beets because less staining. Oh yeah, no, there's no, um, there's no bathroom concerns. <laughs> well, bathroom and uh, just when you're cutting it up, or you know, like when you're peeling it and something, and then be like, "Who did you murder?" You're like, "It was a beet." <laughs> I am concerned though that the golden beet is sort of a bougie beet. You know, it's kind of like a. You know, uh, it's not the proletariat beat. Yeah, it's not the beat of the proletariat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like if you're worried about which vegetables you're buying from the farmers market are from the proletariat and from the bourgeoisie, I think you're kind of. Ugh, mm, I wouldn't again. worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Cursed in this trap of my own devising. You're supporting local businesses. This week uh, is a Doom to Fail shorts episode. Uh, shorts. Because Catherine and I are very busy doing uh, filling out a giant spreadsheet about what is an acceptable produce to buy and what is not an acceptable produce to buy. And, <laughs> you know, class structure is just Excuse one Excuse me, can of the I um, interrupt you for a second, yeah. Snowpiece? Acceptable or not acceptable? <laughs> I'm just trying to multitask a little bit here, get everything done. Was it peas, you said? Snowpiece. Snowpiece. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I've got a whole... S- larger category of legumes i'm stuck in the mire of legumes right, you know right. how it goes. well no, there's nothing to do but blast through that i mean you really just it, it's heads down time <laughs> that you need to get through this part of it yeah um, exactly i mean we can brainstorm yeah. on snow peas real fast i would say that snow peas um you know it's sweet it's liked by a lot of a lot of people i think it's kind of a crowd pleaser so that's you know that's maybe a good thing but maybe just a small demerit for like you don't get to feel smug um with snow peas yeah with snow peas is that a smug food What's the smugness factor? Uh, We're going to do what this is few the smuggest style. legume? Okay, hang on, That's hang on. So, have you made I can a... tell you what the least smug legume is, is a green bean. The least smug legume is a green bean. Yeah, absolutely right, because it goes in casserole, yeah. which is the least smug yeah. of foods. The least smug of foods. <laughs> I just put it all in there. It'll taste good. It's just kind of whatever. It's like, it's into yeah. it's into what you got. What are you bringing? Like, let's just, let's just all get together, guys. It is a very flexible, wants to work with you vegetable. It's, it's and like, it's yeah. like, I feel like very few people want to work with the green bean. It's kind of sad. Uh, it's really too bad, too. But yeah. that's the culture we're living in. <laughs> green, green, green bean oppression. So, on this increasingly not short episode in which we talk about vegetables, I think that's a fine fodder for another short episode. <laughs> um, we are uh, discussing haircuts. 
Haircuts. Yeah, has nothing to do with vegetables. It's kind of weird. In fact, I think the closest the closest uh, food stuffs to hair is spaghetti and uh, or um, angel hair pasta. Oh, oh, not oh. a vegetable. What about corn husk material? Oh, not edible. No, true. Yeah. Well, I think it's edible. It's just not yummy. I don't think uh, that stuff is edible. I don't know. I don't think you can really digest that. It's not poisonous. Well, yeah, but lots of things are not poisonous that you can eat. Clay. Um, Play-Doh. Uh, no, well, that'll kill you. Play-Doh won't yeah. kill you. It says it specifically. It's edible. Okay. Because well, kids will eat it. Yeah, exactly. It's edible. It won't kill you. Oh, I didn't realize that's what edible meant. Can you eat I hair? Guess... Let's let's back. Can I'm you not... eat hair? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really low blow. What? I don't know. I have a hair biting habit. Oh, I'm sorry. I brought you this up. You touched a very sensitive spot for oh, my me. My apologies. It's okay. It's okay. Now the whole internet knows. Yeah, well, you made the hair so sensitive by biting it. It wouldn't be so raw actually, if you were biting it. Actually, it's a really terrible habit. There's actually a, a divot in my front tooth wow. because I bite it so much. It's amazing. Yeah. The, the, little, the little like um, waterways we carve, uh, you know, the Grand Canyons that we carve in ourselves through our minor habits posture, we do every day. Posture, right? Yeah, posture. Oh that's God. a great one. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I have a friend who, uh, has just kind of like a, um, a, like a head scratching habit just when, when he's like mm -hmm. nervous or anxious and, uh, yeah. he's always a little nervous about getting his haircut because like there's scratches up there <laughs> and no one <gasps> sees that normally. Right. People don't yeah, see it because yeah. no one like digs through your hair unless they're like yeah. trying to get ticks out or whatever. <laughs> no. And it's, it's definitely, it's been a huge journey to find both a dental hygienist and, uh, uh, a stylist transition <laughs> who will not judge me for my dumb habit that I can't knock. The chewing habit. The chewing habit. Yeah, because the dentist will be like, what the heck is wrong with your tooth? And I'll be like, oh, I bite my hair. What? And then a lot of times they're like, why? What? <laughs> so like you bite your hair? What? That's so weird. That's dumb. <laughs> and they're so off put by it. I'm like, listen, I... Listen, I'm paying you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not service. I thought we lived in a service economy. I thought I was paying you specifically yeah. not to bring this stuff up. Silas, it's been the same thing, but I finally found someone. Her name's Jackie. And I she, she'll like tease me for it. She'll be like, ha. She'll pull out where my hair is short, where I fit it down. And she'll be like, ha ha. Wait, so hang on. So you're actually cutting your hair with your teeth one part of it that's amazing though part. like i didn't think like hair is really tough you need to grind that hair like y your teeth cannot exert the sheer force required to cut hair i would have thought it's not sheer it's it's cutting down i guess that's what a shears are okay yeah. well, no, <laughs> so, so scissors, scissors operate on sheer force right so that they yes, apply um do. they apply one force in one direction and another force in another direction such that yeah. uh the unevenness allows for one bit of the hair to go one way and the other to go the other way and thus the yes. um okay so, thank you for yeah. describing sheer to me we're, we're a technical <laughs> podcast Catherine. i don't know <laughs> um I don't know. Like I didn't. I I feel like that's still not a great uh, description of shear. I'm not like super good at knowing uh, at describing what shear is. Yeah, I always think it's like yeah, you take two surfaces and you pull them in two different directions until, or two sides of a surface and you pull it in two different directions until it detaches. Yeah, I, I think it's like most generally. I think it's just like uneven force applied to a body. Mm-hmm.
Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That seems right. Like a bit of hair or some teeth gnashing down. <sighs> it's. I don't know why we're talking about this because I'm really embarrassed about it. I'll share. I'll share with you as well. I live in fear of. Uh, I can't reach my hair. Um, but I live in fear of. I picked up this habit at some point of of clicking my teeth. Uh, to like a rhythm. Um, which I won't do here on the podcast because who wants to hear that? Um, but like, just I click the molars back and forth whenever I'm like anxious or nervous, and it's just like you know I'm counting off triplets or something, which is like a horrible, weird, and super nerdy like habit, I just, and I hate <laughs> I hate it so much, and it's like really hard to stop, and I live in fear. Really? I live in fear. Well, because it's easy to do, right? My teeth are always in my mouth. They're always ready. Yeah, They're ready to yeah. go to be clicked. And I live in fear Have of you... somehow this affecting my dental hygiene and someone commenting when I'm like 65 and they're like, man, yeah. you, you really like six, That's eight time, huh, Tim? So you haven't carved any waterways quite yet? I can't tell. No one's mentioned anything. Uh, okay. I can't feel gotcha. it. So let's hope not. Yeah. Um, but okay, so uh, with regard to haircuts and uh, yeah. reaching it to put it in your mouth, I can't do that um, because my hair right now is like a, it's kind of like a shaggy dog style, I guess. Like I, it's too long yeah. for me to style without me feeling like mm -hmm. I'm like greasing it up. And so I just kind of like let it hang, man. Um, like an extra sure. pound of you, product you into my hair. You do a little Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. Yeah, well, except that he like is always going to seem more effortless than I am. <laughs> um he, uh, no, he seems real greasy in that movie. Honestly, <laughs> just not like like greasy. Like he's a gre like it, like personality greasy. What I guess is what grease? I'm trying to say. Yeah. He seems like like just soaked in grease. His whole face <laughs> and hair, just like grease all, all right, over all the right, place. Right. Um, <laughs> so I've been thinking I need a haircut to shorten it back up. Get it back to like, you know, doesn't get in my eyes, doesn't get real sweaty when I'm running, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but then it occurred to me that I could grow it out and be ponytail guy. I was like, what if? I've, I've never considered being ponytail guy. Obviously, it's a terrible idea, but sometimes you just need an idea. <laughs> sometimes that is enough. And I think maybe I just need to like close my eyes and take this leap of faith into like six more months of growing my hair out until I can put a scrunchie in, you know, and like grow mm -hmm. a beard and like just get into hemp, like learn a bunch about hemp and talk about it all the time. I think it could be oh a real life for me. Maybe, you know. Uh, Nick Kroll has a fantastic sketch about a ponytail documentary. That guy steals so all my documentary. He kind of does. Uh, he has this documentary of uh, men living with ponytails. <laughs> and there's like this really compassionate music playing underneath. One of them, I think my favorite one, um, it's his ponytailed character. He's uh, like a tyke or not. He's like a martial arts expert, uh -huh. mixed martial arts expert, and he has a lizard named Bruce Lizard. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, and he calls his ponytail his lizard tail. <laughs> and, oh, what else? Oh, there's some crazy happenings in comedy, blah, 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 and the lizard bites off his ponytail. So he gets it tattooed on the back of his neck. The ponytail. The ponytail, yeah. I see. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good bit. So it sounds like you're against uh, me growing a ponytail. I'm strongly against it, yes. Well, give me another option. I'm up for anything. What, what uh, else can I do with my hair? Or, better, faux hawk. A faux hawk, I'm not doing a faux hawk. Oh, but you'll do a ponytail. Yeah, well, I'm really definitely more in line. Why are you so judgmental about hairstyle? <sighs> you're right. You're right. I should be more open to this. I guess I just feel more mm -hmm. comfortable playing the character of, like, you know, 
easy breezy hippie, older hippie dude um, than I do feeling, uh, you know, uh, fashion guy or like someone who presents as ironic. I guess that's the thing. It's like I don't present as ironic at all. Like I can be ironic, but it, yeah. it is like a basic part of the way that I've slowly developed a style, if you can call it that, is that like it's pretty straight ahead. It's like I just want you to look at me okay. and be like, hey, that's some guy. Like, but maybe, yeah, I don't yeah. know, maybe you're right. Maybe I need to figure out how to present as ironic and be comfortable in that. Yeah, no, it's all becoming clear to me. So here's a question. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's all becoming clear to me. I Here's a question for plug. you. If you grew out your beard that you so want and your dumb ponytail that you so want, I'm not actually, you're I, just I, in I, love with the idea of a ponytail. I, I grow a pretty good um, beard, but I actually really don't like it. Food gets in it. That's, you know. Okay. Which great. also says a lot about my lifestyle. But I think, it, I'm just saying, for a look, I would do it. If it was part of a look. Sure. Yeah. No, it's, I think having a beard is the equivalent of having manicured nails. Hmm. Okay. Do you, you know what I mean? There's careful. a lot of maintenance required. Yeah. yeah. You have to be careful. You have to be aware. You have to make it a priority, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, no, I'm compassionate to that situation of having beard maintenance. Um, oh, yes. Okay. Could you look, a, when you go out for a meal and there's a waiter and you look up at the waiter do you immediately feel like oh i have to apologize for my appearance because i have this dumb ponytail and this stupid beard <laughs> how would you feel in that situation uh, well okay so i think like i say i actually think i i, I look totally acceptable in a beard i think i grow a fine beard you it doesn't do. seem patchy but plus ponytail different story right so what i would say is my only real experience with this um is the Time uh, to show solidarity with people at work uh, slash be peer pressured by people at work. Um, I So I grew a beard all through last November and then uh, I shaved it into a handlebar mustache on the last day. And like one day was all I could do with this stupid mustache um, because it looked <laughs> ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just awful. But that happened to be the same day um, I had agreed to go to... This really great um, thing here. It's probably everywhere. I think it, they've got a lot of locations, but um, it was the first I'd heard of it. They have a couple different ones in the Bay Area called Nerd Night. Um, maybe you've heard of this? Mm, I don't know. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. I, I thought it was fabulous. I went to the Nerd Night in the East Bay here, and um, I uh, the the guy who runs it had been really nice to me, and he said, you know, like yeah, definitely come by. Um, you'll you'll really like it. And so I did, and I wanted to say thanks to this guy afterwards because I had a great time. That was a fabulous event. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I had to walk up to this guy I'd met one other time a month ago and be like, hey, um, I'm sorry about my mustache, but uh, thank you. This was really great. <laughs> and like, Do you think did you, did you really apologize for your mustache? No, I, I just, you know, I just decided I was like, listen, you just got to try to sell this thing. <laughs> like, you got to be like, I look like I normally look. I'm cool. But uh <laughs> Has he called I you? To. I had no calls. You know, you figure after three yeah. days he's supposed to text. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's just that a lot of people with ponytails. I see some people pulling it off, right? It's not unpulloffable. It's just that most people don't, right? Is it unpulloffable? The ponytail. It might be. Well, I don't know. I disagree. I think I think you just have to commit to the idea that like no one's gonna be like. Look at this really slick, cool dude who's like living. Yeah, it up I at think the club. a Brazilian male model would pull it off. <laughs> that's true. I think you have a limited conception of style, though. I think you're. I mean, it's true. It's yeah. true. I'm coming from a very biased place. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think that's acceptable. Yeah. I think we're allowed to have biases in in this uh, arena. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I come from a biased place where I think faux hawks are stupid and mohawks are stupid and ponytails are stupid. What's and... not stupid? What's a haircut I could get that's not stupid? Is I it actually just... like your hair right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I do kind of I err more on the shaggy haired guy side mm. of thing. Yeah. That's where my preference lies. It's just kind of a but mess. I, a good clean cut a good clean cut is good too. I think crew cuts are also stupid. Caesars are stupid. Hmm. <laughs> this one haircut you like. Um, Why did I even come to you for advice? Frosted tips are stupid. <laughs> well, we've agreed on that for a long time. As a culture. We all... As a culture. <laughs> I think they're going to come back someday. You think so? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think what's going to come back, frosted tips and shoulder pads. Shoulder pads? Yeah. Disagree. Okay. Well, no, it's, you're it's right. It's here recorded for posterity. I, I disagreed on impulse, but you're right. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I, I think there's, there's quite a bit more here to unearth about uh, haircuts, but unfortunately, we've come to our time. And so we bid you adieu, dear listener, to consider your own haircut and how much Catherine would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a lot? Is it a little? It's Are, probably a lot. <laughs> Be confident with yourselves. Love your love yourselves. I will be the good guy hey, on this podcast. Know this, know this, dear listener. Even if your haircut is stupid, I still think you're probably pretty cool. Hey, probably. All right, that's a nice thought. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. You're probably pretty cool. We we would probably like you. Hey, uh, you know, get in touch. We have an email. Hey. What's the email? It's doomed to fail podcast at gmail dot com. All right, till then, that's Catherine Coker over here. Tim Dobbs right on over here. Bye. Bye-bye.